recording this is because we basically realized that nonprofit, the nonprofit versus complexes is the reason so many of us are also in debt. Because we care so much about community and we want to take care of folks. And then we're like, we're going to do it. We're going to dedicate ourselves to these places. And yes, it's a pay cut, but it's it's going to be worth it, you know. And like, as you keep on going, the work keeps getting increased, but the pay rate is nothing. And the problem is that for, from the beginning, you you are essentially getting in debt to work in the nonprofit industrial complex. Because what people get paid isn't enough. How, if you look at your credit card statement right now, how much money have you used? Have you charged on that card? On anything? Just within the time you've been working. If you had enough money, you wouldn't need debt. If you were paid enough, debt wouldn't be a problem. But because, you know, they're nonprofits and they really care about the community, and you care about the community, you go all in and you give more than you should at every level, emotionally, physically, uh, mentally, spiritually, and financially. Like, it's not a surprise that folks end up there. Like, we have some sort of contract of these entities when we agree to come, right? Like, as our souls have made this journey. Um, for those of you who might have a hard time understanding this, it's okay. Like, it took me a long time to understand it. I'm barely understanding what that means. Yes. And the debt is not just your, it's not just financial. Mm-hmm. So let me put it to y'all this way. Since 2021 to today, I've racked up maybe $7,000 of debt. That's the financial piece. But when I take into account all of the doctor's appointments I've been to, mm -hmm. the diagnosis of fibromyalgia, the diagnosis of ADHD, Checking my feet, checking my hands, checking like everything and anything that did not feel right to me. That was another like 10 grand. And so that's already like my physical and my, and another part of the physical is the financial. Like that's $27,000 in debt y'all. And then additionally, the mental and emotional toll it took on me. I had no life. I was depressed. I was anxious. I felt really bad. And also to some degree, I think that I almost believed, you know what, like, I deserve this pay, this pay cut because I'm not doing enough for my community. Whoa. 
like you know what i wasn't able to get that client like you know um calfresh i wasn't able to like um get manifest ten thousand dollars you know from one day to the next for a client who needed to pay their rent um i couldn't manifest like a home for like 90 percent of my clients that was accessible that was clean that had the available amenities for them that was safe and secure which was completely all out of your control exactly exactly these positions are like a scam Girl, if the system's it, working as it's supposed to. Like, they're spending money on that rather than spending the money on just fixing the issue when they know what the issue is. But the idea is just to keep on hurting us and also keep on making more money. It's a small price to pay for the long-term hold of power. And this isn't even the only organization. The other place I was at was what much worse. worse. Yo, and imagine the people that worked there were probably in severe debt, girl. <laughs> My yeah. God, I can't. We all made bad financial decisions. <laughs> you know why? Yeah. Because we weren't paid enough to yes. make good financial decisions. <laughs> that, like, like, that's, you know, want to know the history of debt? According to the white people, the colonizers, it's exactly that. We make, we make wrong choices, bad choices. But when you feel safe and secure, I don't, or when I feel safe and secure, I don't make as many quote-unquote bad choices. That's the way capitalism works. If it's not in a financial situation, it's in a physical, in a sexual, in a spiritual, in so many different ways that you're gonna experience the lack of safety and poor decision making. Because no one, literally science confirms this. When you look at the trauma-informed research, it confirms that when people are experiencing trauma, their trauma response activates and it's a fight freeze flee or fawn those are just what you need to survive it's not about making the right decision it's about surviving the right decision is surviving and the right decision to survive is going to look different for every person because when we think about systems of oppression and people's positions right in society the level of safety that they have will vary and that could be really scary there's things that none of us could ever imagine and and instead of focusing on trying to like like trying to figure out like how generalizable things are the experience is 
we have to start thinking about moving beyond just looking at that, you know, identifying that that issue and actually making strides to change it. So like, what are we doing to change these mechanisms? Like imagine, we should find out when, not, when major, let's see, Wells Fargo, one major bank system nationally gets your credit card payment and everyone on that day like refuses to pay their credit card payment for that pay period and see how much money they lose because we're not the only ones in debt people are in fucking debt like we're struggling and they depend on our money on these fake transactions because money is just a construct to keep us scared about it. But what if we crash it? Let's not pay. They're not gonna have uh, money to pay Paul and Paul to pay Peter or whatever the fuck the saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. But it's like, it's the Murdoch. <sighs> but with the banks. This time as a consumer. There's way more consumers. They depend on a lot of us to feed the 1%. A very small group of people. Their whole food supply would end. Yeah. And they, you know Their what? security, because their security is always in assets and investments. What if for one day, anyone who has like a Wells Fargo, we could do it by, by days to like as a protest to keep it as long as going. All the Wells Fargo, the day that Wells Fargo takes out its payments, all the Wells Fargo's people don't pay make their payment. Damn. Girl, they already fucked with all our money and did, and all they do, they are doing is paying people like what five dollars, a five dollar check from their settlement. Mm-hmm. After charging them like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. We won't even know there's things that they did that we didn't realize because we're told to trust banks. We don't know how they're playing with our money. This is why our people didn't like banks. Mm-hmm. But for now, it's not necessarily about like completely getting rid of it, but it's rather of let's take the power back. Mm-hmm. We hire you to protect our money. And that's not what you're doing. You make us think that you're protecting our money and that we're hire- we're basically hiring you. But it's more like we should be more like we're very grateful that you're protecting our money. Because we're told that we're supposed to think you're the best and be safe with our money. And... What we get in return is like get fucked over. So yeah, what would that look like? That's something different. That's what I was talking about with protest. What are the different ways we do it? Let's be... So this is one way. And there's so many creditors that we could just do it for all the creditors. Yeah, exactly. But that's a point. So let's we make could, a list of them. We could go like every day. It's ev- like every day that the different creditors charge is the day that one of us does it. But it's going to be massive because... Again, at this point, there's they are not printing the amount of money they're saying they're printing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for all of us. Like inflation is happening because people are taking all this imaginary money from these cards that don't exist. Mm-hmm. Like this, this online money bank that doesn't exist, right? Because money supposedly is a tangible. It's printed for you. Also, like, where are, like, BIPOC techies? Like, where are y'all at, at figuring out how to destroy our educational debt and all other kinds of predatory yeah. debt? For real. I'm like... It, you know those purge movies? movies? support. You know those, That's... Sorry. You know those purge movies where they would be, like, you know, if you, you could do any crime for one day or whatever, or whatever the... I forget what the movie is. Girl, I'd be like, let's fucking get rid of all the school debt. Let's go ahead and get rid of detention centers. Let's get rid of prisons. Like, literally be like, doing like, let's fuck all the systemic up. change. Let's go get all these things. It'd be like, house. it'd be almost like procreate. So you could add and change and modify mm-hmm. however the hell you wanted. But like, we would try something. Not the fucking, like, what they're doing is to scare people. Like, see, imagine if you had, imagine if you had the freedom to go and fucking hurt someone for one day, and people are, like, fucking murdering, raping, like, that's my, these are assumptions, I've never watched a movie, but, like, literally doing some reckless shit, just harming people, but I was like, what if, like, girl, I'm just trying to live in peace, you know, I'm not that, girl, what, like, let's get rid of debt so that more of us can live life. Let's go ahead and get things, items from different places to ensure that the people, everyone has food, has shelter, has whatever they need. Yeah. Let us, like, talk to our, like, BIPOC store owners and, like, um, just people in different trades and different access mm-hmm. to different things so that we can create our own black market, essentially, mm-hmm. to protect us when the world goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be fun. And I just wanted to name that, like, educational debt is another debt that we sign up for when we go to these jobs. Because the only way that we can be successful is if we just believe. (laughs) Yeah, well, particularly our BIPOC folks, like us included, like, we get sold on these are the ways to careers. And now I understand why my dad was like yeah like sometimes i just wanted to tell y'all to quit like i don't understand why you're still there and this man knowing better than i watch me work to work myself to the ground well he told us and we would get really offended mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so he was he learned we told him to mind his business yeah. he honored our boundary <laughs> yeah so no but so i'm naming it i'm like this man just watched us like you know, go about in denial. Yeah, he'd just gone through his head and returned, so he'd learned this lesson. He'd learned a lesson or two along the way. Yeah. <laughs> Never devote yourself to an entity, a person, in a way that is harmful to you. I know. Because you're, like, the purpose of life is you. You are, you exist, you are enough. And the purpose of living this life is to take care of yourself, to love yourself, to nurture yourself. Yeah. Because when you do that, 
you have the ability to take care of others, to nurture others, to love others. Because love equals safety and security. Yeah. And to know that, like, today, I can think of more people that I feel safe with. Like, I can think of more people that I, 